0: The voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay. The voice of Dave Well, this was a game that can be broken down to four individual plays, and we'll detail all four of them here on Your Dish. What's up? It's Davo. Glad you are along here on Clubhouse Conversation, where the Royals get back on track. They avoid losing their fifth straight again. Haven't done that now in well over 400 days. The Royals do not drop that fifth as they defeat Cy Gibson and his twins 4-2 to on a humid, fun night out at the K. The Royals reduced that magic number to 13 over the Twins by uh, the victory tonight and also maintain their four-game lead for home field throughout the AL playoffs as Toronto came back and won in 10 innings at Boston, exploding there in that 10th inning. And we're going to preview tomorrow's series finale, tell you who we like in the rubber match coming up here in a few minutes. But first, let's get to tonight. Let's get to the four plays, but first, our player of the game. And we'll go with Alex Gordon. There were several candidates tonight. There was Gordon who went three for four with an RBI, including two singles in his 16th double. There was Eric Hosmer, a possibility. A huge night. That three-run double that cleared the bases in the first would be the ultimate difference in the game. There was Escobar with his defense as we'll detail. There was Volquez with his pitching as we'll detail. I give it to Gordo, though, tonight. Three for four with an RBI. Good to see Alex continuing to smoke the ball since coming off of the DL. And yeah, Edson Volquez, seven innings, two runs, six hits, didn't walk a single guy. That was big. Three Ks for Volquez and his seven strong innings. On a different night, if the Royals had a little bit more, you know, cushion, he would have pitched the eighth as his pitch count was just at 93 after those seven. But, you know, with only a two-run lead and a game that you really needed tonight, nothing's must-win when you're up by so many games in the division and still have a four-game lead. But, I mean, it's getting kind to of the point where you didn't want to lose five in a row. Didn't need any negative... Juju around this team didn't need any blown saves none of that so you know it was good to see Ned go to the bullpen and get Davis and Holland wasn't it I mean didn't it almost feel like it had been like a month since we saw this recipe this formula that helped guide the Royals to the 2014 World Series and to the best record in the American League for the majority of 2015 that formula of course good starting pitching to good enough starting pitching if you look back at last year and then a dominant bullpen getting the job done on a close game. We saw that so much last year. it had been a while since we saw that formula work here. Uh, what? It seems like it's been 10 to 14. Well, it's probably been 14 to 17 days. I haven't gone back and looked at the actual box scores, but it's been at least a couple of weeks since we saw that. So it felt good tonight. And a lot of that Volk success was due to his best friend tonight. And that was the double play ball. And that's, you know, that gets us to our four players tonight, as I noted in the top here. So let's get to them. The four individual plays that helped the Royals achieve the W tonight and Volquez. Number one, first inning, Aaron Hicks leads off with a single to right. Okay, whatever. It's a single. But then Brian Dozier gets hit by a pitch and you're like, oh, no, there's nobody out. Two men on. We've seen this so many times since mid-August where the Royals dig themselves a hole. Night after night, you're thinking, right? First and second, nobody out. And Joe Maurer coming up, who's not having a great year, getting on base, you know, like 3.30 OPS and 7.18, so not great for Maurer, but still Joe Maurer. But Volquez gets him to strike out swinging, but that's not the biggest play. The biggest play and play number one that stuck out to me was the next hitter, Trevor Plouffe, who grounded into the 6-4-3 double play. How big was that? It allowed Volquez to actually create momentum for this team. Because you went from staring one nothing two nothing directly in the face after seeing that so many times over the last several days, you went from that to getting out with some momentum. You got out of it with no run scored after you got two very good hitters out on good pitches. So double play, you know, in the first inning is play number one tonight that sticks out. In that same inning, play number two, bottom of the first, you know, gets Kyle Gibson, a guy who's had your number, has an ERA around two eight this year against the Royals in four outings. You had to get to him, right? The Royals took that momentum and did. And maybe momentum doesn't exist in baseball. A lot of people don't think it does. A lot of people think that there is no such thing in baseball. It's a game of numbers, a game of probability, and it's not as much of maybe a team sport as some would think as a sport like football, maybe some might say. Some might argue that, or basketball. I disagree. I think momentum exists definitely. Definitely. But I digress. That's for a different day, different conversation. But play number two that was huge. Bob in the 1st leadoff single on the first pitch as Ben Zobras channels his inner Alcides Escobar, apparently. Ripping the first pitch for a knock. Then Alex Gordon creates a first and third after his single to right. So runners on the corner for Kane. He draws a big walk. That gives the Royals bases loaded. Nobody out. And that's where the second big play of the night happened. Because if Eric Cosmer simply just gets a sack fly. Yeah, it's an okay at-bat, but this game completely turns out differently. At some point, you have to have that big hit, and that's how the Royals, in addition to their bullpen and good starting pitching throughout the early months of this year, they got those big hits with guys on base, you know, gappers, scoring multiple runs, lots of crooked numbers this year, and the Royals got back to that. So while one or two would have been okay there with bases loaded, nobody out, you had to get more against a guy like Gibson and you know when you're trying to get back on the winning track. So for Eric Hosmer... To hit the gap in right center with that double and score three, where Lorenzo Cain almost caught up to Alex Gordon as he scored, huge. That gives Haas a career-high 81 RBIs as well, as he has an outside chance at getting 100. Kendris Morales finishes off that scoring with his 39th double of the year, by the way, and his 101 RBI, giving KC a 4-0 lead. And how crazy when you think back to that first inning was this fact. Mike Moustakis walks after the Morales double. So the first six Royals get on base tonight, right? The Twins had an action in their bullpen for two hitters. And you had to figure Kyle Gibson was down to his very last hitter. Seventh hitter, Royals already got four. The Twins are a game and a half back coming in. They're going to fall back to two and a half as Texas will, it looks like, prevail over Seattle. So the Twins had to play this game like it was the playoffs. Because it is. This is their playoffs. So really, Gibson was one pitch away from, to Salvador Perez from getting out of the game without recording an out. One pitch away. That was his last hitter. Make no mistake, the pitcher been up for two hitters. He was coming out if Salvi gets on. But as this crazy game works out, Gibson gets the complete game. <laughs> Eight innings, four runs on six hits, four Ks, and two walks because Salvi flew out to center fielder O'Brien Buxton and then Alex Rios, 6-4-3 in the double play to get out of the inning. But the Royals are ahead 4-0, and, and that leads us to play number three. Play number three comes in the sixth inning. Now, the Royals are ahead 4-2 to two at this point because back in the third, Dozier and Mauer driving a couple of runs for the Twins. But the Royals clinging to a 4-2 lead in the sixth inning. And how many times this year... Have we seen Edison Volquez pitch a very good game for five innings, five-plus innings, maybe six, and then all of a sudden have the wheels fall off in that last inning? It's happened a good four times this year. So in the sixth inning, up by two, Joe Maurer ropes a single to center field to lead off, right? Nobody's throwing as they shouldn't be because at this point, Volquez is in the low 70s pitch count-wise. But you think, man... I hope we don't see this again where the Twins get a rally and come back and tie this or take the lead and Volquez loses what's a great start or a very good start and it becomes mediocre. Luckily, we didn't. Why? Say it with me. His friend was the double play. Play number three of the night, a 6-4-3 double play again, this time by Trevor Plouffe. Again, second time tonight by Plouffe. First inning, he did it to get the Royals out, and he's Volquez's escape hatch, not letting a rally get started after that leadoff single. 6-4-3, and Volquez gets through that, ends up going seven innings. After that, you had Wade Davis, perfect, a backwards K of Brian Dozier in the eighth, Greg Holland looked good in the ninth, and that's play number four. The Alcides-Escobar diving play to his left of the ball hit by Joe Mauer. Replay upholds the call at first base. Nice job by Haas over there. Four individual plays, two double plays, Escobar on the play in the ninth. So three of the four Escobar was directly involved with. So props to him. And then, of course, the big Hosmer double. Those are your four plays of the night that won the game for the Royals, in addition to Volquez pitching a heck of a game. So nice win by the Royals. A game they really needed. And now you look ahead to tomorrow. Two things to talk about. First of all, the Royals will set the all-time franchise attendance record tomorrow night. When the two millionth 477,700 first fan comes through. Got it? 2.477.701. That fan will go through the turnstiles tomorrow and I'm assuming get some prize or get, you know, recognition at that point. That will set the Royals attendance record and we still have an entire homestand to go. And of course the playoffs, which don't count towards regular season attendance, but still, you know, by the time this thing's all said and done, Royals, what, 2.7? Pretty likely. 2.8 2.8 if you count the playoffs, 2.9 if we go deep. going to be pretty fun to see where the Royals end up there. Now, tomorrow night, those fans will see Mike Pelfrey opposed by Chris Medlin in the rubber match of this series. Pelfrey, 6-9, and nine, a 4-1-7. Medlin, 3-1, a 4-8-8. Now, Pelfrey has been in a slump lately. Hasn't gone six full innings in five of his last six starts. And just four innings last time against Houston. Seven runs on eight hits. So was hit hard and has been hit hard. Hasn't been good against the Royals this year in two starts as a two point four five ERA against KC. Medlin his first start of the year against the twins comes off of his worst outing of the year. So, you know, Pelfrey got roughed up and sort of Medlin last time out. Five and two thirds, seven runs and eleven hits against the White Sox for Medlin last time. I like the Royals to get this done tomorrow night. I'd love to see Wade Davis and Greg Holland get in another game back to back nights after Holly not pitching in ten days and Davis in a week. Be nice to see those guys get in again and and be consistent, get the job done, see the Royals get some defense, some timely hitting, get it done again. Get that magic number down to 11 and maintain or grow the lead over the Blue Jays. Well, a couple of last notes here before we let you go. Number one, Alex Gordon will be joining me late tomorrow morning. We'll hear from Gordo in a very fun interview. Lots of cool questions. We'll ask him a lot of random stuff about everyday life. Not so much the, the baseball questions you hear him get asked all the time. No cliches tomorrow. Should be a great interview with Gordo late morning tomorrow. And number two, there will be no more dishes until uh, next week. Monday, we'll be back again. Be unavailable the next four games, will I? So I'll be back with you coming up again Monday. No dish the next four games. That's the second thing I want to know. But make sure you enjoy the Gordo interview, and there's tons of Royals interviews here on demand for you to sift through over the next four days if you can't get your fix enough. Of clubhouse conversation. I doubt that's the case, but you know, we can dream, we can strive for big things. Reach for the moon, lands amongst the stars, right? Have yourself a great night. Thanks for listening. Please tell a friend at Royals Clubhouse on Twitter, Clubhouse Conversation on Facebook. Of course, the website here, clubhouseconversation.com. You can subscribe on iTunes as well. Have a great night. Go Royals, enjoy Gordo tomorrow, and we'll talk to you in a few days here on Your Dish.